When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to the morning match here on the Bird Watching Gamecast. So, yeah, lick your wounds and uh, get your cup of coffee, and let's talk Blue Jays baseball. As unfortunately, um, as I mentioned, the Blue Jays licked their wounds as the New York Yankees completely pummel them over the weekend. Um, unfortunately, yesterday things did not get any better as Ryan Barucki only made it through two thirds of an inning allowing four hits and six earned runs, which included a home run to Greg Bird in the first inning with a, you know, which was nothing short of a grand slam performance for Greg Bird there in the first inning. Um, That was his 11th home run of the season as he's finally starting to find himself at the plate a little bit recently for the Yankees, which is just another weapon for the Yankees that we don't want them to have. But as far as fun things go, the, uh, Joe Biagini would actually come in and be very salvageable for three innings, which completely shocked me while watching the game. I completely was caught off guard by that one. Three and a third from him, just allowing two hits and one walk, which is completely uncharacteristic of Joe Biagini this season. Um, I still think he's probably better suited to be you know, either full-time in the bullpen like he's been lately or send him down and hope he gets right in the rotation down in Buffalo. But yesterday, looking very sharp on the mound, it's like I said, he kind of leveled things off for this game, gave the Blue Jays a chance to claw back into it. Um, But he would, unfortunately, you know, his efforts would go to waste as the Blue Jays would eventually lose this game 10-2 on 12 hits by the New York Yankees. In the lineup, very odd lineup this uh, Sunday afternoon for the Blue Jays, Russell Martin batting in a leadoff spot, going one for four, with a walk, and then Devin Travis goes over five. Randall Grychuk in the number three spot, which honestly is a good spot for him on the most part, I think, right now with the way he's been hitting. Two for four performance with him, including his 17th home run of the season off former Blue Jay, Jay Happ, and hopefully eventually future Blue Jay, Jay Happ all over again. Kendris Morales was batting behind him and went two for four with another home run. Both those home runs um, in the early half of this game, and unfortunately would be both of the Toronto Blue Jays' runs. Um, both of them off of Jay Happ, former teammates of Grychuk and Kendris Morales. That was Morales' 14th home run of the season. As far as the rest of the lineup goes, Kevin Pillar would end up getting a two-for-four performance in as he is resurging his batting line or average a little bit here at 255. Um, Danny Jansen continues to rake at the plate, batting 412 in his uh, early coming here in the first week. One for three with a strikeout. And then Billy McKinney making his uh, Blue Jays Major League debut over the weekend here against his former team. Went one for four and is currently uh, batting 333. I forgot to mention that Danny Jansen's one hit was actually his second double of the year. And half of Jay Happ as well. So all the main 
Blue Jay damage going off of Jay Happ. But Happ and company holding the Blue Jays down as they go 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. Very rough outing for the offense. Justin Schaefer makes his major league debut, picking up his uh, first inning of work, only allowing one hit in a walk while striking out a batter. No earned runs. Meanwhile, Tameza also getting called up over the weekend, two-thirds of an inning allowing four earned runs on four hits and two walks. Tom Panone was recalled for Marcus Stroman, who is heading to the DL with that blister issue. Pitches an inning and a third, not allowing a base runner at all. So Panone might be fit for jumping into the rotation here near the end of this week. Striking out a batter as well. And then Tyler Clifford puts a bow on this rough loss with a inning of work and allowing just one base runner out of hits. So meanwhile, the, on the flip side of the ball, as mentioned, the Blue, the Blue Jays got beat up by the Yankees as they go 6-for-12 with runners in scoring position. And just a big, big afternoon for the New York Yankees as Jay Happ picks up his 14th win of the season, unfortunately wearing pinstripes. So that's just how the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. Um, tough loss for Ryan Brocky, but I think he's going to be in this lineup for the rotation for the rest of the season as far as things go. This is just the one blip on the radar so far for him. I think he's going to be fine as far as the remainder of the season goes. And the Blue Jays' schedule is they have 39 games left. 13 of those are against uh, playoff contending teams, and the rest is against 500 sub-500 record teams like the Baltimore Orioles, who are coming to Toronto on Monday. Um, and then the rest are against the Tampa Bay Rays, which nine games against the Rays could go either way. But the biggest problem with that is they're going to be in the Blue Jays' own personal hell of the Tropicana field in Tampa. So Blue Jays will be heading home. And they will be playing a 7 o'clock game this evening as Marco Estrada hopes to look uh, like he's been over the last couple outings, kind of resurging his season against Andrew Kashner, who is 4-10 with 4.71 ERA. And Marco Estrada currently with a 6-9 record, 4.87 ERA. So that'll be what the Blue Jays got going on today. And we're going to dive into the minor league report right now. All right, so yesterday, the Buffalo Bisons ended up picking up a win against the Gwinnett Stripers on the road as they uh, try to get back to a decent 500 record here, but are currently sitting at 58-65 and with not a lot of time left on that schedule. So only a few home games left for the Buffalo Bisons as they wrap things up before September here. And unfortunately, they're not going to probably make the playoffs with that record, as I mentioned. Um, but they have plenty to play for as they have a solid lineup on the field right now, which you know totes many of the Blue Jays' top prospects. Um, we're just going to go through the lineup here because it was that kind of an attack yesterday. So Jonathan Davis leading things off would eventually pick up a, a, his third home run as a Buffalo Bison in the eighth inning of this game. One for five performance, one RBI and a run scored. Also... Um, at the top of the lineup, what, uh, Dwight Smith Jr. picking up a one-for-five performance and his uh, 18th double of the season, currently been 271. So a very respectable season for Dwight Smith Jr. of the Buffalo Bisons and would imagine to be a September call-up and possibly even Jonathan Davis for the Buffalo Bisons. We'll see. 
Uh, Vladdy Jr. goes one for four with a run scored as he continues to, you know, assault minor league pitching through this season. Unfortunately, his batting average has dropped to a mere 339, so folks don't get too excited. Oh, I'm sorry. It's still Vladdy Jr. Go ahead and get excited as much as you want. So, um, after a tremendous debut, he's slowly tapered off toward the 300 level here, but they have to make his adjustments. He's a young player. He's only 19. Everybody needs to remember that. So this is exactly the kind of challenge he should be getting. But he's still batting 339. So relax. He's fine. Anyways, Anthony Alford, who has been definitely getting on the right side of things lately, uh, definitely looks like he's got his legs back underneath him after some injuries this season. One for four with a run scored. He would also steal his 15th base of the season. So great performance from him recently. Darnell Sweeney picking up a one-for-three performance. And then Reese McGuire, who has been thriving since the call-up to Danny Jansen and actually getting an everyday catching job. Three-for-four with a run score and an RBI. So picks up his ninth double of the season and steals uh, his actually his third base of the season, which is surprising to even see a catcher trying to steal bases. So that number kind of jumped out to me a little bit. Um, so that was the offense for the Buffalo Bisons, like I said, as they pick up their 58th win of the season. Um, leading the way originally in this game was uh, Mike Hosschild, the uh, Blue Jays' random grab, who has been, you know, got one good start basically for the Toronto Blue Jays and who's been very good since joining the Buffalo Bisons. Five and two-thirds innings, five hits, two earned runs, a walk while striking out four, but he did allow a home run to the uh, Gwinnett Stripers Miller or up lineup, so um, only, only tarnish on his record with those two earned runs. Darnell Bar- Dar- Danny Barnes would come in and get an inning and a third in. Two hits allowed during that outing. No runs. Craig Breslow picks up his second hold as a Buffalo Bison with an inning of perfect work and strikes out the side, actually. So great performance from him. Jose Fernandez turns around and picks up his second save with another perfect inning and a strikeout in the ninth to wrap it all up. Next stop, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats destroyed the Trenton Thunder as they show them a little bit of lightning of their own on offense in the ninth inning. A monster ninth inning to put an exclamation point on this win for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats as they pick up their 69th win of the season. Um, just insane amount of production, and we're going to get into the, all the good fun stuff here as plenty of offense occurs. Only... Uh, Santiago Espinal does not pick up a base or a base hit in this game. So plenty of offense. And the big one we wanted to hear as Blue Jays fans, as we are starting to love them, Loris Gurriel Jr. picks up a two-hit performance as he goes two for six with three RBIs, folks. So as he picks up his second home run as a New Hampshire Fisher Cat this season. Yeah, I know that sounds a little funny after he has seven <laughs> in a major league level, but he does hit a home run here is the big one and picks up his uh, team in the ninth inning with an extra home run. So good performance from Loris Gurriel Jr. John Birdie in the two spot going two for four with two runs scored and two RBIs as well, picking up his fifth home run off of Bollinger in the uh, fifth inning. Bo Bichette, another great performance, two for five. Um, two runs scored in a walk as well. Harold Ramirez, like I said, you should start remembering that name. It looks like he's catching some steam here in the New Hampshire lineup. Uh, one for five with another run scored, batting 310 
And then the monster power of uh, Cadet Biggio, one for four, two, two RBIs and a run score as he picks up his fifth triple of the season. Max Pentecost, who has been definitely coming on of late, finding the stick, three for five with another home run, seventh of the season, two RBIs and a run scored. And as I mentioned, Santiago Espinal did not pick up a hit. Has been having a solid performance for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, but Connor Panis going two for four as well with another RBI and a run, two runs scored. And then Andrew Giat playing center field, the uh, super utility guy, looking good. Two for three with a uh, home run as well. Oh, no, sorry. It was a double of 16th of the season. Two runs scored and two RBIs. So great performance on the offense here as the uh, Fisher Cats just dominate the uh, Trenton Thunder. Jordan Romano getting all the benefits and perks of having this start. Five and two-thirds, three hits, one earned, and um, a walk ball striking out six en route to his 11th win of the season. Kirby Sneed would pick up a hold his fourth of the year, one and a third inning of work from him, allowing just one hit while striking out three. And then uh, Francisco Rios picking up a uh, two-inning performance here at the end of the game as he's hoping to level off his ERA, who is currently sitting at 9.21, but two innings of perfect baseball from him. So New Hampshire Fisher Cats making really good on our Sunday afternoon. Down to Dunedin, where the Blue Jays are playing host to the St. Lucie Mets. They unfortunately take a loss 5-3 to three after allowing 12 hits to the Mets. Um a little bit of a rough outing for uh, the Blue Jays. Period, as far as the defense goes, allowing one run, that, one earned run. That, uh, sorry, one error that led to some unearned runs. Um, yet, Yesney Diaz had a decent performance, four and a third, allowing two runs while allowing seven hits, um, three walks. Unfortunately, as far as he scatters, pretty good. Is picking up a strikeout during that time as well. William Allette would allow two runs while he was on the mound, but they were not earned. Three hits in his inning and a two-third. And then um, in the last innings, Claudio Costado would allow one more run in his two innings of work. That would pretty much put the icing on the cake for the St. Lucie Mets. On offense, there was a... As far as things go, Nash Knight drove in a run on a single... And it scored uh, Rodrigo Orozco. Oh, no, sorry, Alberto Mino. And uh, the only other run was scored on Joshua Palacios. Double as it picks up his 25th of the season, scoring Casey Clemens. So um, not quite enough offense for the Blue Jays as they score more or less on two singles, a du- or a single, a double, and a wild pitch. That scored a Roscoe during the uh, second inning. So as they were in the game early, they unfortunately lost it in the sixth and the seventh on some extra earned runs. Lansing Lugnuts were on the well to play host to the Fort Wayne Tin Caps as they picked up their seventy uh, fourth win of the season, a mere seventy four and fifty two. Not a big deal. Now as Lansing Lugnuts show their mighty muscles, picking up another win here on eleven hits, um, leading that charge. Ryan Noda with a double and a triple in his two-for-four performance with a run scored. Um, as far as all the rest of it goes, Brian Lazardo picking up a two-for-hit, two-for-four performance with a run scored and an RBI, looking very good of late, but hopefully he'll start catching fire because his batting average is currently at a buck sixty-seven. It'd be nice to see him get hot at third base, but 
is what it is. So hopefully he figures that out. The rest of this offense, um, as far as Jesus Navarro goes, picks up another two for four performance with a run score or an RBI. And then in the top of the lineup, leading most of the way lately, Reggie Pruitt going three for four, one run RBI and a run scored. Um, Norbert Jaraboso also picked up his uh, ninth stolen base of the season, even though he uh, reached on an error early in the game. So, tis what it is. <laughs> Jordan Bartlett was on the mound for the Lansing Lugnuts as he picks up his third win, going five innings, allowing just four hits and three walks, and only the one earned run, um, striking out five as he goes en route to, like I said, his third win. Emerson Jimenez would come in and pick up all two innings of work for him, one earned run while allowing two hits, strikes out a batter, but he allowed the home run for that, you know, solo blast, giving him that earned run. Anthony Ronning picking up, or sorry, Brody Ronning picking up his <laughs> fifth save of the season. Two for two innings of work for him as he allowed just one earned run in the remaining innings. But at that point, it was already too good for the Lansing Lugnuts as they pick everything up and walk away with this victory. So. All right, everybody, as I mentioned, the Blue Jays will be um, back home picking up Marco Estrada this afternoon or this evening um, against the Baltimore Orioles. Hopefully all things go back to normal and the Blue Jays can have some fun for a change. So hit those subscribe buttons all over the Internet. We are on Google Podcasts, iTunes, um, Google and um, Spotify now. So make sure you click those. We're also home on the south of the six. Don't feel or feel free to hit us up on there. I got a new article coming out soon. That is about the four reasons that the Blue Jays should still be very happy with the way this season could end, but what the keys are to actually, you know, putting a turning a frown upside down on another lost season as Blue Jays fans. So check that out. It'll be out soon if it's not up already. Also, don't forget to hit up SeatGiant.ca and use the promo code JBIRD and you'll be able to get a 5% discount on your tickets for whatever you happen to be going to view. And don't forget to come back here every weekday morning. I know last week I was a little rough on the road, so I unfortunately only had one or two episodes last week. But we'll have plenty for you here in the last 39 games of the season and into the off season here on the JBIRD Watching uh, Podcast. So good deal. Take care, everybody, and go Blue Jays. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.